You're now listening to Shot vs. Smiles. So for Deuce, SVS, Shaw versus Miles, yes, I'm going to keep making you do that. <laughs> no, I was I, I was going to count down, but you interrupted I me. I know I was going to do it, but you interrupted me I, before I could do it. You interrupted well, me. Well, I was looking at you. Because I was waiting for five yeah. seconds. And that's what I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at you like, come on, man. I, I, do it. Do the thing. I, I <laughs> do the thing I like. But I was going to do down. it. But then you looked at me and said, I'm waiting. I'm like, but I was about to do it before you yeah, interrupted me. <laughs> you guys can't see, but I literally gave him a stare like, you know what I need? <laughs> I just don't I just do not do it. You know what I'm saying? I need to cop down. Go keep this by the book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, like I said, this is episode 42, Four Deuce. Um... I'm lazy. The only person I can think is number 42 uh, is Maxi Kleber. I might change it in the middle of this. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maxi, yeah. After the shot 41 episode, yeah. Ma- now we be- now we on Maxi. Mm. No. So, yeah, we're just going to call it Maxi for right now. I'm probably going to think somebody better, like, right. 15 minutes into this. But, yeah, it's your boy, Shot. Um, Day Cage, you know I don't do that. So we gonna um, leave that to Joshua, my boy, uh, aka Smiles, or as my phone says, Smiles. Game, game, a little uh, Latin flavor to the to, to Smiles. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and do your thing, so we can go and get this party started correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, it's your boy Smiles, aka the Hip Hop Adam Schefter, aka the Pace Setter. For this episode, <laughs> uh, I'm just keeping to those two for today, and then I'm here with my guy Shad, aka Shot Navisky, aka Shot 41, not 42, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. aka Shadow Cream. <laughs> Love that one, good boy. Like I said, I'm every thick brother, <laughs> but anyway, uh, man, where do we start? Uh, All right, give us actually, a rundown to uh, what's up. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, we'll do. Uh, I, I want to get the, the the negative stuff, the the, the shooting there. I want to get that shit out the way so we can have fun. Uh, yeah. So so we can get to um, the, the, the uh, fun let me stuff. Give a back, let me give a background before we do this. Um, whether we talk about it a lot or not, we do pay attention to what happens in our hometowns, uh, where we from. You know, Oak Cliff, Dallas. Tejas, and um, hey, just remind people where you from, dog? Akron, Ohio. You know, aka Rowdy, aka three double O. That's what I heard. You should say three double O. Well, three double three. See, I, I used to have like a little saying with <laughs> three double three O. I said, yeah. I, thought, I said, I thought it was a double three O. Hey, but you you, you know you you know half my blood you know that from 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 that you know that that three hundred you, know, you know what I'm saying the <laughs> other half of me you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying shout out to my shy town family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a hot summer. <laughs> it's gonna be a hot summer. shout out to the shout out to those guys. <laughs> y'all y'all need to know what type of guys we're talking about. They they they're cool guys, yeah. black guys. 
the, the other black fathers we don't talk about. Yeah, <laughs> Some of those black yeah, fathers. Yeah. It's a certain black. But all right. Uh, yeah. Like I said, um, we keep our ears to what's going on, where we're from. And yeah, something very unfortunate happened. I'm going to let the hometown kid tell y'all what's, you know, what's to it. Yeah. So first off, I heard about this before I hit the news the, the day before, because again, my hometown, Akron, Ohio, some, my family was in our group chat already the, the day before letting me know about this. So I already was like, what the fuck is going on? But if you haven't heard, uh, in Akron, Ohio, this uh, past week, uh, I want to make sure I get the, the young man's name right, Jalen Walker. Uh, he was being pursued by the by the police. Uh, I guess it was about eight police officers. They say he let off some some shots towards them. At some point, he stopped. They got into an altercation, a gunfight, and they say the police let off about 80, 80 to 90 rounds, and about 60 of those rounds hit his body. <laughs> like, he has about 60 uh, wounds in, in his body. The man was 25 year, years old. Um, they said uh, they had to t- try to stop his vehicle at around uh, 1230 uh, Monday f- uh, for investigation of an unspec- unspecified traffic violation and chased him when he did not pull over. The Agro Police Department said a gun was fired from the vehicle during the pursuit, an allegation that uh, Walker's family has disputed. Shortly thereafter, Walker jumped out the car and ran to a parking lot with officers following. Actions by the suspect caused officers to perceive he posed a deadly threat, which when you let off about 80 to 90 rounds against one person, how much of a deadly threat can he be? I don't know. But, you know, this is what they said. In response to this threat, officers discharged their firearms, striking the suspect. Walker was pronounced dead in the parking lot. Um... Attorney for his family said that um, the eight officers fired more than 90 rounds at Walker with more than 60 striking his body. There are wounds all on the sides and parts of his body. Uh, as of today, uh, Sunday the 3rd, a uh, video footage was released uh, showing that I personally was not going to look at it. I don't look at none of these uh, shootings and stuff just because I don't, I don't no. need to be triggered and trauma by all that stuff. But um yeah, basically just another incident, and just again because this one is in my hometown. This they said the the third one within like the last like couple months, couple few months that I, I actually in the last six months they said this is the third fatal shooting that happened by a police officer in Akron, Ohio, in the last six months. <laughs> and just yeah, again, it just hits more home just because this is my hometown, and me already hearing about it before everybody. I didn't know it was going to make like this much news, but. <laughs> Again, just it's sad to hear. Uh, I know one of my cousins was the one that told us about it because she lives in the area of where it happened. So uh, she literally like went to the scene and like took a picture of the scene uh, with the little cones and everything with the police, everybody, because she lived right up the street from her house. So to even know that, like it was that close to one of my family members (laughs) is even wild and crazy. But it's just, again, more of these shootings, police involved. Eight officers and one guy, really. Eight officers, one guy. Y'all let off at least sixty rounds. <laughs> at least sixty rounds against one guy. There was a body. I'm surprised there was a body. That I mean, he was filled up. Come right. on. What he? I mean, what could he have had? 
a grenade? Like what? Was right. <laughs> right. What was he in possession of? They could have eliminated all of them. Yeah. In, in they heads. It yeah. It, it was very. Uh, if they if they don't say that this was excessive, mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely gonna be pissed. And they're all on paid leave right now, which makes it even worse. <laughs> um, but not like uh, definitely. Um, we're not dedicating this to this person, but. Um, now we gotta shout out Josh's mom because she always tells us, Hey, make sure mm-hmm. that we paying attention to this stuff and that we talk about it. So, thank you. Um, definitely, she probably <laughs> Miss Kimberly would have been on our head, yeah, like <laughs> if something had happened literally in your hometown <laughs> and, and, and we didn't say a word. <laughs> We just went on like it didn't happen, but now nah, something like this. Now nah, we definitely gonna always make sure we keep our ears to this because really, twenty five, dude. Mm-hmm. Young brother was twenty five, and it yeah, that was excessive. No matter what he did, yeah, like no matter what he did, sixty rounds. <laughs> we gonna, guess, we gonna, I'm gonna do a real big comparison. Eight, eight cops. Did, did he have Look, each each hand? He had one gun. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Well, who is this Rambo? They was going out to come on, dude. But I'll say it like this: I'll do the comparison of this. Only one person got shot and killed. Jumping into that cap. Mm-hmm. One. All them people. One. Come on. Y'all did this to one brother. It's, it's got to stop. It's got to stop somewhere, man. Like I said, it's just too much. It's too much is going on right now. Can't even say the world. Just, just in our backyards, it's too right. much going on. And this was something we definitely had to address. Um, I hate, I hate it happened. You know, my ears, uh, definitely, my radar went off when it, I saw Akron, Ohio. I was like, dang, I wonder if Josh knows about this. <laughs> Little did I know, you knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, nah, this definitely deserved natural, uh, national attention, no matter where it was. Yeah, because I was I, just like, I was like, oh, okay, really, people like hip hop sites and other like news sites, and then like even some some um the BG homies hit me up. Was like, yo, smiles, you know about? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I knew about it. <laughs> like this is why just sad, sad situation, and this is why me personally, I I, I like to urge to all my family members. Get out of Akron, Ohio. Uh, I mean, the way the world is today, it seems like nowhere is really that safe. But at least I know, like the condition of Akron and how does uh, LeBron is trying to do his thing with the with uh, uh, what he can, you know, uh, with the the I Promise School and everything, and he's building like um, centers and community centers and things like that. You know, he's doing the best he can. Uh, hopefully, you know. I start making them big bucks one day. I can start giving back to the city uh, the way he does, even if it's on a, a smaller scale. But, you know, it's just sad and frustrating and more reasons why I say I, I don't like going back home. But this is one of those things where, yo, I'm just praying for my city. Just praying for my city. Yeah. But um, I don't even know how to change the tune. Uh, I guess you know, uh, kind of, you know, change. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, on the lighter note, man, talk about um, talk about uh, your recent trip 
Uh, yeah, you know, just came back from New Orleans uh, last night. Uh, again, the recording is on Sunday. I got back uh, Saturday evening, left Thursday. You know, quick little work trip. You know, got there Thursday evening, so that I really don't count Thursday as anything because I got there like nine o'clock, <laughs> went to sleep. <laughs> My coworkers showed up at like twelve thirty uh, off, off their flight because they flight. Uh, um, didn't leave for like another two hours. They were like, yeah, we had issues with our flight. Didn't leave for like two extra hours after we were supposed to leave, which I was like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, really just worked Friday. Um, came back to the Airbnb. Nice Airbnb, by the way. Very nice. First time staying in Airbnb. F staying in that one makes me want to do the Airbnb thing again. I was like, damn, loved it. Amazing places even though i will say the late when i showed up the lady the housekeeper lady um front you know um tmi you know i was in the restroom you know but uh all i I heard was the door open so i was like hold on wait i hear a door open (laughs) i was like hello she was like, oh, housekeeping, I'm sorry. She was like, I did not know anybody was going to be here uh, here yet. She's like, I have some things to fill. I was like, all right, well, I'm using the restroom. I'll come I'll come down in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? <laughs> she busted in there. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, you know, finish my like, business. Oh, and, no. Yeah, I was, I was out. Back. Please come back. <laughs> Circle back, please. <laughs> yeah, because you, uh, I will, I will say, because you know, I, I knew, I figured I was the only one gonna be there for at least a couple hours. So why, you know, shut doors and anything? So yeah, <laughs> but you know, ah oh, man, yeah, nah, yeah, your pants ran because I had to close the door real quick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just she come upstairs. Swing at the door. But yeah, you know, oh, finished my business, came out. And she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know anybody was 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 here yet." She's like, "I needed to finish uh, at, um, putting like the uh, sheets and stuff on the beds." I'm like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Go ahead, do your thing." I was like, "I hadn't really fully checked out the place yet, anyways, to <laughs> even uh, notice that." Uh, so I end up helping her. She was like, "Thank you, thank you," and all that. She said she was gonna bring me a bottle of wine. Well, she never did bring me a bottle. She was like, "Oh, so for for doing this, I'm gonna bring you a bottle of wine tomorrow." I was like, this is amazing. Thank you, preacher. I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I wouldn't care, but don't say you're gonna do it and then not do it. Uh, <laughs> so I was kind of looking forward to that bottle of wine the next day. So I was like, "Okay, she's gonna bring that bottle of wine today. You know, it's gonna be cool. I, I, I like free liquor. You know what I'm saying?" But uh, Overall, it was, it was a good experience. Uh, the event went off re- really well. Um, working with my coworkers for the first time, so that, that was cool. You know, we got to go to Bourbon Street. You know, kick for a little bit of fun. You know, um, oh, man, for y'all who don't follow him on social media, we got to see Josh's uh, dancing <laughs> with the phone that he does. Boy, you do the same two step in every in every. Oh yeah. If I see you like this. And I hear music. I said, "Are oh, you gonna do that same two step?" Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can't see it, but like, like I got mm-hmm. said, follow him on social media. Y'all gonna see the two step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I just looked at. I said, "It don't matter the song. It don't matter 
where he is. Well, he gonna hit that step. Yeah. He gonna hit that. And the the sad part is when I went up there, because uh, I literally all I did was I went up there, and as I was filming me doing that, I looked down. I'm like, it's like eight people in this club. I'm about to leave, but I wanted to come up and take the photo from the from the uh, balcony. I was like, that's. I was like, oh, like the only reason I really wanted to come up there was because I wanted to be able to go take a picture and a video of the balcony area. I was like, but I was like, this club is empty. It's like eight people in here right now. So I came up, did my thing, walked right back out. I'm like, I was like, because uh, I was waiting for my my coworkers there uh, next door. There was uh, they took me to like this little uh, Latin joint that was playing lovely music, beautiful black and brown women everywhere up in. In that joint, you know, well, it was SSS. It was SSS weekend. I, 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 I know it was. <laughs> so you know, uh, shout out to all the beautiful ladies that that were in in the place. Um, but yeah, had a good time for SSS. Worked hard. Um, uh, definitely got to go again. Just you know, for a little bit more fun. Let's see a little bit more of the city. Uh, I tweeted it the other the day. Most disappointing part that you told me. You was like, uh, I was like, yo. So what did you do? You like, we went out there one time. I worked. I said, dang. <laughs> I said, all the people SS Fest, nothing. You like, nah, not this time. I'm like, okay. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Neezy here. I wanted to make sure that y'all go and get your naturally nay instant moisture duo. That's right. You know, this instant moisture duo can be used on braids, locks, twists, beards, and all of your natural hair. The moisturizer is all natural ingredients. One of our key ingredients, aloe vera, you know, aloe vera is really great for your scalp. And our oil blend is a mixture of the best oils that you can use to promote hair growth and give your hair a good shine and overall just a natural glow. So you're getting two amazing products. Make sure you go to inaudibleruckus.com slash naturally nay. And also you can follow us on Instagram at naturally underscore nay, N-A-E-E. But also it's like, cause if y'all, if y'all don't follow JW Smiles on IG, y'all missed the two still. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, even my boss, uh, he actually, he was like, you, uh, he was like, you, you hung up with them the whole time. I was like, well, what? I was like, they, they ladies. This is my first trip. I don't want to just separate from them. I was like, I was, I was driving. I was like, I, I went into protective mode. <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, nope. Like, hey, wherever y'all want to go, we'll go. Whatever, we'll kick it, have fun. And so I was like, nope. I want to protect him all. He was like, "Oh, he's like, he's like, okay, Josh, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad." I was like, "No, nah. I was like, as, as the man, I don't know. Now, if it was been like some, some other guy, like some actual guys or whatever, I'm like, hey, you know, or even if I knew more people that was gonna be there, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna link up with my people's here and that. I knew Saint Row was there, but uh, when I hit him up, he was uh, doing work. He was on the uh, Man of Street when he hit me. He was like, he's like, hey, bro, he's like, yeah, I really can't get away. They got me like here at the convention center." <laughs> and I, but you know, if we had like two cars, I probably would like, okay, I'll link up with you at the convention center, maybe link up with the co-workers later or whatnot. But you know, one yeah. car, me being the guy, two ladies. I was like, hey, let, let me go in protective mode. Gotta be the be the man and make sure that the ladies get back to the cribs nice and safely and all that. But you know, uh, you know, you know, I would have um, you know, I would have just rolled out there randomly. <laughs> you know, I would have <laughs> if you had just said something like, Shaq, can you do it? I was like, For real? Yeah, uh, let me book this. 
you know, Southwest. Uh, I got, I think I got a few uh, credits on on American. I'll mm-hmm. be there by the end of the day. Right. <laughs> hey, we would have been wild. <laughs> we, ooh, you want to hit that two step, boy? You would have. It would have been. Yeah, I can't tell y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all it would have been a time. Uh, yeah, my son would have had a good time. That's how I was saying. It'd have been like, I didn't even know this place exists. I'm like, bro, I'm just checking around the world. I'm checking around my spots. Check mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm <be> at. <laughs> but no, I, I really do love New Orleans. I'm glad you got to go. I wish you got to do a little bit more though. But when you hit Barbershop, I was gonna tell you like, yo. But now nah, you you couldn't have a hand grenade and talking about you can drive somewhere. Nah. Oh yeah, I had them that the last time I went. Them, yeah, them, them hangers yeah. are delicious. Man, that's my favorite thing. I still, I told you, I still got the cup and the little <laughs> thing in my room. <laughs> that's a souvenir. I was like, if you still, you stupid if you leave it there. I was like, nah. Even if I go a hundred times, I have a hundred of them. I'm just gonna have a hundred <laughs> hand grenade things yeah. <laughs> in my house. Them things cost too much to be leaving. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, the, the first time I went, I said, I was like, I'm only doing this because they told me I have to do this. Come to New Orleans. Boy, I can't I can't name names because I told, I always tell them I'll protect the innocent. But he could not handle them hand grenades, boy. My boy couldn't. But me, I was up there, you can't hurt my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was up there, he was like, why is this not phasing you? I'm mm-hmm. like, if you rarely do things, I don't know what it is about me. I was like, like I told somebody this straight up. I said, I barely drink. I probably drink some people under the floor. I can drink some people under the table. I really can. I don't know how. I just can't. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> I just can't. Because <laughs> even with the drinking, I I had I was like, nope, gotta pace myself and then make sure I, I don't I don't go too too hard because. Gotta make sure I'm make aware. Sure. DD. I'm aware. DD. I'm aware. Yeah. I was like, I gotta make sure for the ladies, I'm aware. Like, boom, boom, nope. Because every time they moved, I was like, okay, I see you over there. Okay, I see you over there. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, you gotta okay. make sure they make it back. Yeah, you gotta make sure they make it back. Mm-hmm. Um, also, oh, I saw you walk in the restroom. All right, I'm watching this restroom. We, we, <laughs> make sure we you jokingly say this about your driving. Oh yeah, one of my coworkers actually told me she gave she gave me props for driving. She was like, "Josh, you are a good driver." I was like, "Well, one, we in a rental car." I was like, "And two, I'm in a foreign city." Y'all can't see my face, but I, I gave a look of confusion. I said, "Yep, you, I, I, I told, <laughs> you." You know, saying right, he was like, "You should have had her uh, re-say that so you could record." I was like, "I was like, yeah." She said, "She actually said I had a uh, good driving because the one time we let her drive, uh, the other girl was like, yeah, nah, you're not driving no more. We're just gonna let Josh drive the rest of the time.'" <laughs> she was like, "What? My daughter is fine with that." And she was like, "Yeah, your Man. daughter probably thinks you on an amusement park ride the way you drive." She almost like, had us in a couple couple wrecks. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "One, we're in a rental car. Two, I'm in a foreign city, so I gotta make sure." I literally told him, I said, hey, all my friends and family would have said, what? He don't do that. I'm like, that's because I'm, I was like, that's because I'm, I'm comfortable. Take it to work. Take it to work. Yeah, I told him, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I told him. I said, if you come with me, if you ride with me in Dallas, you might say something totally you would definitely different. Not say that. I was like, but because again, I got to be, I'm ultimate, I was in ultimate aware, awareness mode. Like, nope, no looking, no Josh looking down at the phone. Josh knows my favorite thing 
to tell him. I tap him on the shoulder and everything. Hey, man, you all right? Like, you, you going to get us that? <laughs> hey, what you doing? <laughs> I was like, the fact that she said, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't think to do any of that. I was like, oh, you tripping. I would have been in the back. <laughs> she tripping. Let me, matter of fact, I'm going to take an Uber. <laughs> yeah, <'cause... laughs> yeah, great, great things happen when you focus. Like when, when I focused, I was like, I was like, because she even said she was like, yeah, Josh. Like even when we was on the freeways, it's like I know the, the speed limit was sixty, but you didn't have to actually go six. I was like, nope. Mm -mm. Ultimate awareness mode, sixty. All right, GPS says in a mile, go here. All right, let me move over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. just. I just need that GPS. Um, I ain't looking down at my phone. Nothing. Ultimate awareness mode. <laughs> I'm still shaking my head. I'm still shaking my head, boy. The cap. <laughs> That's all I would have said. The cap. But no, it ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. It's, but we've had some adventures, y'all. That's all we're going to say about that. We've had some adventures. Yeah. Yeah, there's been I, some I, times I, where boy, I think yeah, we talked this early, 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 early on. That's how we lay. Hey, we gonna plug right here. Um, definitely listen to earlier episodes of Shot versus Smiles, things like that. At one time that that person backed into you, and I thought you hit them, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't move. <laughs> I was like, you, what you do? What you do? Because I was putting um, because when I get out the gym, I don't wear my gym shoes. I, I wear into I put some slides on Crocs or something like that. I'm, I'm switching shoes. Doom. I was like, what is that? And I and I looked at him like, like real fast. Like, whoosh. like I'm just looking at him. I was like, what did you do? He said, it wasn't me. I didn't move. I said, oh man. They okay, they got an apologize. And I said, I looked at him like I was like, don't pull out a belt or something. I was like, well, you're glad they said it wasn't you. <laughs> so yeah, when it comes to driving, it's like, boy, look, even if he a good driver. You gotta be like, hey man. <laughs> like if anything goes wrong, you be like, say man, you, it was a trick the whole time. I thought you got better at this, but mm -mm. but now shout out to her saying you were a good driver. Yeah, yeah you you would have thought it, it was a, a smile clone. Like hold on, this is this is not the Josh I know. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I would have definitely been in the car. Like you, the only person. Like like I, I know I'm about to. I'm about to. Uh, like I didn't hold my breath that one that. time. I didn't hold my breath. I wasn't up there grab, making sure I had my seatbelt on, like grabbing it, like touching on, like make sure the seatbelt on. I didn't see my life flash for my eyes real quick. Because you will look at me like, oh, <laughs> you you'll give me the shoulder shrug, like, hey, yeah, hey, alive, but you? yeah, you you live, <laughs> you made it home, didn't you? I was like, you got a pop, you barely. got a couple bumps and bruises, but you, you yeah, I was you're like, still alive. barely made it home. <laughs> barely like nigga, my my head is bleeding, my arm is broken, but you alive. But you alive, you here? You, you like, but all I did was that to take me cure. five minutes away to the store, and my head is bleeding. Know, but you like, you what? made it back home, and you're alive though. Hairpin hairpin turns. <laughs> <laughs> No peripheral at all. <laughs> just, just, just vibes. Just going. <laughs> yep. All that. All that stuff was shut off. A to B. That's all you know. We are going here, and we have to. We are here, and we have to get there. Yep. That's Josh's driving. There's no other people. There's no any, any sense of anything. He's just like, 
Okay, now I know the GPS told me I have to go from here to here. And I get mad when you use GPS to somewhere. I'm like, you done been here a hundred times. How you not know how to get here by now? You're like, hey, man, I just want to make sure. I say, how you? <laughs> Did they change the street? Like, what's going on? Hey, you, you never know. All this construction in Dallas all the time. You never oh, know. Man. But, yeah, nah, that, ooh, that's, gonna, that's a one-time compliment from that woman. I was like, yeah, let me take you somewhere. Get in the car with him. It's gonna be mm-hmm. it. You like you didn't see that? No. <laughs> <didn't> see <laughs> that was my favorite thing to say. You didn't see that right there? Like, oh my god, you're not looking. <laughs> He's not looking. <laughs> I was like, in, in my mind, I said, I think Josh dropped with his eyes closed. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Magoo. I said, this is crazy, bro. <laughs> Cause there, no, like y'all think I'm playing. Seriously, there's been times I look at Jack, look at Josh, and be like, "Yo, Josh, you see that?" Mm-mm. Nope. I'm like, "You sure?" Nah. I said, "Oh, <laughs> oh God!" <laughs> and I always start touching for the seatbelt. Oh, <laughs> we could go by a burning car. He won't see you. <laughs> I swear to you, he won't see you. He will not see you. <laughs> That lady is brave. That's all. Like, oh brave. shit! I, I think we yeah. just ran over something. Yeah, the burning body that came up the car. <laughs> it flew at you. You didn't see it fly right in front of you. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. I know my exit is one mile away. And one mile away. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> this is scary. He has no sense of what's going on. He just know he's in a car and we're going somewhere. I said, this ain't good at all. <laughs> Oh, he said, yeah, yeah, unless Siri said burning body on your right. <laughs> Turn <laughs> go to left lane. He ain't gonna do it. He just gonna keep going. <laughs> All right, look, 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 we here, ain't we? Like, this is bad. <laughs> A lot happened. I said, we have no tires because you went through spikes and all types of stuff. <laughs> we are riding on rim, like this ain't good, bro. <laughs> But anyway, off of uh, Josh's drive, like I said, it's just always an adventure. Which <laughs> he go look, he look. Why go to Six Flags? We can just drive with Josh. We can just drive with Josh. <laughs> drive with Josh about 15, 20 miles somewhere. <laughs> you you. But no, nah, I've lived like y'all don't understand. It just be music or a podcast playing, and he do not care about what's going on on that road. But if Google Maps is talking while he's listening to something, that's the only time he's like, oh, hey, I got to turn that back. I'm like, what? <laughs> you don't know what's going on outside, but she better not dare interrupt the song. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, now I'm glad you had a little bit of fun. But like I said, yeah, he, he was on Bourbon Street. I was looking. I was like, well, I wonder where he went. All right, at my eyebrow, I was like, oh, okay, he outside. But he ain't go too crazy, y'all. So for, if his job does listen, trust me, you didn't see nothing explicit. You didn't see him knocking down shots. Like, hanging from the chandelier. He was, he was, he did his two-step and said, we got to go home. Yep. <laughs> we got to get out of here. And that was that. But, um, yeah, like I said, if I ain't had this upcoming trip to New York, I definitely would have said it's true. New Orleans this weekend. Yeah. It's litty. Because all my all my uh types is out there. 
<laughs> the grown and sexy crowd, the, the, the yeah. aunties. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to the uh the main auntie. I should sit this at the top. Saw Jenna Jackson on the plane. Shout out to Miss Jackson. You know Why you smiling so hard, bro? Because <laughs> uh. I don't, I don't know if it was right, right before we recorded or um, in, in the middle of uh, uh, after we took that little break. Uh, well, y'all gonna hear this afterwards, whatever. But um, <laughs> I, I did, no, yeah, it was earlier. Uh, I tweeted, I tweeted that Miss uh, Miss Janet Jackson. I was like, hey, Miss Jackson, I'm sorry I didn't get to see you, but I was on your flight uh, from Dallas the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna let know? <laughs> hey, you said Miss Jackson. I know what you said, Miss Jackson. I had to let know like I, I was on the same flight from Dallas with you, girl. I chanted, not Jen. He said Miss Jackson. If mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying, y'all know, y'all know the rest of the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he didn't he said, I want to I want her to 100 percent Miss Jackson. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, like, hey, you know, when you came from Dallas to New Orleans, I was I was on that flight. I don't know if you saw me, but you know, I saw you. you know, you know, I want I wanted to come by and say hi, but I just didn't get a chance. You know, you know, life. She must have got on that. She must have got on that last. Oh no, she was on there first. So you walked past her, didn't you? Oh no, everybody, because because uh, I was wondering like, why is everybody stop? It's because as everybody was getting on, they were just stopping and looking like. <laughs> but they were they was telling people like no. Keep, keep going on. Keep moving. That's just like every... Especially, I mean, especially when you, when you look over on, on, the, on the other end and you see the, the, the big old <laughs> security guard like, I'm waiting for one of y'all to try to do something. Ah, yeah, you're waiting for that. Yeah, bow. You're going to mm-hmm. be black. You're going to be in things slumped over like this with some ice. Like, and you're going to be like, man, did I order a drink? No, nah, that's the ice from throwing your head. Yeah, because it's like why you look, why you looking to the left, looking at Miss Jackson and like maybe her friend, relative, or whoever sitting next to her. You don't know on the right <laughs> was the big old devil Suge Knight looking guy. <laughs> yeah. So before you even look go that way, he gonna grab you from behind. Like nope, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. don't do that. Just keep walking. Just keep no, walking. I tell people that because I looked over. I was like, oh, that's that big nigga probably with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine times ten. Mm-hmm. She definitely went flying like unattended, like by herself. <laughs> yeah, big chilling like, like that. Yeah, like yeah, I got my homegirl with me, but I got I got Debo <laughs> on the other side. But, with us. Um, like I was saying, um, the thing is, you're not supposed to do that. Like if you run into him, like getting in and out of the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, that's one thing. Hey, you know, can I get a picture? Okay. Okay, get auger. Okay, but like stopping in the middle of like boarding, no, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, especially because like they didn't even um they they had put, like pulled pulled the curtain back and like I'm like, I'm like oh yeah like I I ain't getting up there when they say you can take off your seatbelt and stuff. So people were like oh you you ain't doing. I was like I wasn't the only one on the flight who wanted that. I'm pretty sure they like no nah, we know like. This whole flight wants to try to see us. Yeah, if you're not up there, <laughs> you're not getting up there. Right. And they do you it. ain't in first class. That's the one thing about first class or like just being like in the front of the plane. Like I've had a few upgrades where I had to go up there. You can't you can't talk to them. Like I ain't like like I said, I'm not gonna name drop who was there. But yeah, it was like a couple of famous people on a flight I was on from Vegas. 
couldn't say a word. <laughs> couldn't say a word. I told you about well, I told you about the like the flight from LA that one time. Erica Badu was on it. It was yeah, everybody was just looking at it. I glanced and I kept moving because I was like, because just like you said, some big Samoan brother was right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> some big like it was her and I think her sister. Mm-hmm. And then again, yeah, and on the other side, it was two small dudes just sitting there. I was like, boy, they look like uh, the Usos. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, if Umaga, <laughs> Umaga and Rakishi had some, these are their cousins, I think. <laughs> you, you like, and I would not be surprised if y'all said yes. Are you some WWE <laughs> superstar she's with? <laughs> And they're like, yes, those are our cousins on our mom's side. I'm like, golly. Boy, they hadn't looked. They were so big. They hadn't missed a meal, my brother. (laughs) It was huge. I was like, yeah, you may want to wave and keep moving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the song say, maybe I'll see you next night, lifetime, and just keep it moving. (laughs) Because they ready to rough you up over here. That's the job. So, yo, it's E Ray, the quasi bad guy, the diet coke of evil, the side god of pod. And I'm here to tell y'all come check out my show, Binge Flicks and Chill. You never know what you're gonna get, but we always talking some good shit when it comes to television and the latest movies. So, we want to bring y'all in, we want to make sure you have a good time. You learn something, you laugh, you cry, you might stab a nigga or two. I don't know what you're gonna get. But that shit is popping. So come check out Binge Flicks and Chill. And it's me, E-Ray, and I'm out. But yeah, like when it comes to like celebrities on flights, I don't see why people don't realize you're not supposed to talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) You're not supposed to say, you know, why you putting your stuff in the overhead band? Like, Like, no. Shut up, sit down so y'all can get to where y'all need to be in the time of man. She'll be there. You trying to get me banned on a flight just to for say hi to Miss Jackson? You trying to you trying to get banned for an IG post? Like stop that! Like hey y'all, uh, guess what? Two things: one, I got banned from the, the from the flight. Two, anybody hiring? Because they fired exactly. Because <laughs> you was harassing Jenny. And they like, how do you please. explain that to people? Like, <laughs> y'all hadn't even you didn't even leave Dallas you didn't, and you got fired because you wanted to talk to Miss Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like grand opening and grand closing for grand my closing. new job. Boy. Let me let me Boy. go holler at I'm gonna go holler at Jerry, see if he'll take me back. Man, the only way I go back to Jerry is if um not not to play, but if if I gotta be on like every Sunday on that uh bench. Even if it's an equipment manager, because they get paid too, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, but yeah, speaking of celebrities, John Cena. You know what I'm saying? The famous theme song on the platinum selling album, You Can't See Me. <laughs> But man, we were man, I can't believe that us as wrestling fans gave that man a platinum album. But I just can't believe it's been 20 years already. John Cena was so fired, he was on one of six apart. Yeah, I remember that. He was he it didn't make no sense because he was iced out, right? 
we had like this this plaid shirt on. He was dressed like he was from West Newberry, Massachusetts, but he was blinged out. He had like a big chain on, a big iced out wrist, and he had the big bracelet on. Mm-hmm. And I said, I I said, I wish John Cena would come out this icy, but he used to wear a lock chain. <laughs> I wanted to be a chain gang soldier so bad. <laughs> I, remember, I remember, I remember saying that, man. Sad to say, I probably watched probably a good 95 percent of one of six and Park episodes until like the Bow Wow era. <laughs> I never seen like any of those episodes. I probably like got one or two. Like with Keisha and him on it, I, I used to like those. By that I time, I was, by that time I was like, yeah, music videos ain't really like that. Bob. I don't really care about watching Bow. I was like, I'm happy for you. You got a job. You are Mr. One Six Apart. I don't care about watching. <laughs> I don't watch it for Keisha because she was. I ain't know that was Aubrey's woman at the time. I ain't care. Um, <laughs> but she looked good. Shout out to Toronto. I ain't know y'all had beautiful women out there like that. Um, back then, I ain't been nowhere. I ain't been nowhere back then, so of course I didn't know. Um, only been to California now, and I know California had them. I know Texas had them, but I ain't know Toronto. Yep. But now in 2022, just like we talked earlier before we recorded, them Toronto women is basically at the New York. It is all blended in and just Show beautifulness it. comes out. You're like, Show what are you? It. Oh, on this, this, and this. Oh, well, shout out to your parents. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in New York and Toronto. But bless them. Oh, yeah, in the Bay, too. <laughs> bless them. Beautiful woman, beautiful woman. But, love, yeah, like. Love the culture. Love the culture out there, those three places. My goodness. Um, but, yeah, like, that's the only reason I watch those. But back to Cena, man. No, it, it's been crazy. Like, like I said, the one time I actually got to interact with him and meet him was at the Raw Homecoming here in Dallas. I dapped him up, told him I love the album. <laughs> Real talk, bro. I was like, nah, nah, keep doing your thing, man. He's supposed to drop another one. That's what he told me anyway. Mm-hmm. We, I dabbed him on. I said, it's like, you dropped another one? He said, yeah, I'm trying, bro. And we out. But he got mad at me for one thing. I didn't see this kid in front of me. Because this guy kept putting his son... Like he had to kind of like pick his son up and put him in front of me. I didn't see mm-hmm. him at first because he kept kind of get me out there. I'm like, dang, you're a grown man. This is, mm-hmm. Like you bumped me out the way for a grown man. I didn't see the kid. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey man, little man. Like, hey, he's like, hey, let the little guy up here. I was like, oh, I didn't see you. I'm like, go ahead. But notice, I at that time I was probably like 14. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know that. He didn't know that because I had the facial hair. <laughs> probably thought I was a grown man. I was like, no. Nah, Grown ass man like, being I'm being a bully to this kid. I'm like, I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a kid. So yeah, that was the only time I um, got to interact with him. Was like I said, I was uh, like I said, 14, probably 15 at the Raw Homecoming. But now nah, I was um, the only time I was in the fan of Cena was the Super Cena era when it seemed like they were trying to make him the bootleg Hulk Hogan with like multicolored shirts. I did not like that. But at the end of the day, I always respected him because of, because he always he he's a pretty pedestrian performer to some, but to me it it was pretty good. Sometimes the simple like how the rock pretty much did the people's elbow and all this stuff like that. Some of that stuff, just the theatrics and the excitement of all that. 
was good. Good moral dude. Um, I know for you, he probably he since you weren't in the wrestling, he redeemed himself in DC films. <laughs> yeah. For you, that yeah, that's how you came back into the John Cena fold. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> DC gave him a job. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very simple guy. <laughs> yeah, so. No, now, if he was a bad actor, I'd be like, no, that trash. And that's what I'm saying, too, bro. He ain't even a bad actor. Like, the Marine One was actually pretty decent. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you're, name your top five favorite wrestling actors, Josh. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> the five who I can think of their names. <laughs> the Rock, Batista, John Cena. <laughs> and shout out to... And shout out to uh, Batista too, who came out around that same time, but you know, like those two were really dominating. Him, Orton, and Cena were really dominating during that time. Who who knew two of them would become Hollywood actors <laughs> out of the fold? But uh, yeah, just Sean Cena as a whole, good guy. One of my Twitter followers, mm-hmm. thanks Cena. Um, he followed Jay first, but Jay, but all the wrestlers followed Jay. <laughs> they really do. Wrestling, wrestling companies follow my brother because he talks about like people think I talk about wrestling a lot. You're not beating my brother, Jay. Jay breaks down wrestling. <laughs> he breaks down wrestling like uh, Bubba broke down shrimp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when we watch wrestling, we are going back and forth, like about how this should have went, how this. Mm-hmm. Why this person is this? Like we did it last night for Money in the Bank. Well, I'm sorry, Saturday. I got a talking podcast since Saturday night for um, Money in the Bank. We were like, we were so happy that Liv Morgan won. How they were pretty much like Vince and them were pretty much trying to make it to where you didn't like them, were like her and stuff like that. So she won. That was good. And then they ruined it by letting. I'm going to still call him Austin Theory. Austin Theory won, so we were mad about that. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. <laughs> my brother breaks down wrestling to a science. Y'all think I'm a wrestling nerd? I was like, no. Nah. My brother's beating me every time. <laughs> he He's the one. Like, most of my favorite new wrestlers, my brother told me about them. And I went to go see him. him. <laughs> and I went to go see him. And I'm like, oh, okay. He has some, like, he gives me, like, suggestions of people I would like. Oh, you like this guy. He, he's, he does things like this. He's a heel. We know you like the bad guys. And da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. You're like, bro, let me put you on some game right quick. Dude, I, I am like, I want to say with Cena, the funniest thing about Cena is he's probably one of the very few faces I like, I've ever liked. I've never liked the good guys in wrestling. Ever, ever, um, like even The Rock, like people are like, but you like The Rock? I'm like, The Rock wasn't always the face; he was a heel. <laughs> the Rock was the talking villain. trash to people because he was a bad guy. Yeah, the villain's always more entertaining. <laughs> exactly, because The Rock was talking so much trash. Jericho talked so much trash. Austin, Triple H, I'm like, they be talking the most trash. Cena mm-hmm. was rapping, and it was just something about him spitting that that was cool. But I knew they was gonna change his persona. Uh, it was a Halloween episode of SmackDown. How, uh, Cena showed up as Vanilla Ice. 
Which we'll talk about later in this episode. Which we're actually going to talk about later. Ain't that something? <laughs> we're predicting this. We're talking that future chess. Look at that. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> but yeah, like he showed up with no license. Before you knew it, he started spitting. Like I said, he sold a platinum selling album. Uh, you Can't See Me is still probably one of the most famous things he's ever done. Because people still say, oh man, why are you taking, like if you take a picture with Cena, they'll be like, hey, why are you taking a picture with this invisible person? Why are you taking a picture with nobody? Like this man is still a meme. And then of course, you know, the infamous prank call. And his name is John Cena. Like this dude has transcended those 20 years. I didn't even, like I said, he's done so much and has been a part of like just wrestling and pop culture to the point I ain't realized it's been that long. I just always knew John Cena was either going to wrestle The Rock a hundred times, win that belt a thousand times, or something. I think John Cena at this point is a 15, 16, if not 17 time WWE champion. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but nah, he like I said, he definitely the one thing I always appreciate him is that he brought the culture. I never thought it would be him, but he definitely brought the culture to wrestling. He brought the hip hop culture to wrestling. It's crazy. I never thought it'd be him. Him, like it's weird to put him and Rick Flair in that, in that sense, but they did. They brought hip hop culture <laughs> to wrestling. Two white dudes. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Shout out to Cena. Congratulations on 20 years. Like I said, there was a, there was a time I wasn't a fan, but there was always the respect there. And now I admire you as an actor and the few times you do come back because even if we boo you, you appreciate us wrestling fans. And I'm always going to be indebted. My, my brother is probably only upset with me when it comes to you. By the fact that I've seen him, I've seen you more than he has. <laughs> I I um, didn't start taking Jay to wrestling shows till he got a little bit older. But Raw Homecoming, I didn't get to go. I went with my girlfriend at the time. Um, you date me, you're going to wrestling show every now and then. Um, <laughs> you ain't got to understand it. Like, look, you you like stuff that you like. Hey, we gonna go see. Roman Reigns win for the 50th time that year <laughs> if he comes. Or we going to go see, uh, I don't know, Kenny Omega when he, whenever he get healthy and come back. We're going to go see those guys. So, yeah. Shout out to Cena, man. Uh, I don't know what else is on the docket. Um, you can, my time. We, we, yeah, we can, we can wrap it up with some, some NBA free agency talk I, uh oh, all right I, we, I, I really i really just want to hit like some of the you know the 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 main, the main big big ones and some of the little bit talkers again we want to push y'all to go listen to that episode of ivy's podcast featuring shot and our guy uh reed that just dropped uh, a couple keanu. days ago. yeah keanu aka yes like reeves yep yes like um, reeves <laughs> But yeah, um everybody uh everybody who's supposed to get paid got paid, and I'm happy for that. Um mm-hmm. Zion got a max. Um Devin got a max, I believe. Yeah, I'm so I'm still just so shocked at the Zion. 
What Zion got Max and he didn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Budo gets on me about it all the time. Shout out to our guy Budo. He gets on me all the time. He's something, like, man. Shy gonna tell you that Zion don't deserve that money. I'm like, I ain't say he don't deserve it. What I'm saying, these, they, these are the same guys who wanted you to pick Zion number one with your pick in fantasy. So yeah, and he didn't play. That was the smartest move I made in uh fantasy league. I did not pick that man. I knew that young man wasn't gonna play. I kept telling y'all that young man ain't playing. But anyway, um, like if he plays good this year, then I'll be like, okay, I, 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 I know he gonna play good. It's just that you're hoping that he plays the whole season. Yeah, and he gets um, to appropriate weight. <laughs> nah, he, man, I don't know. He keeps fluctuating to me. Sometimes he looks super swole, like when he um signed the max and he looks super swole. You know, when he was showing off the Zion, the the um, Zion Jordan one low. And that others in his other Zion, uh, I think it was like the Zion one in the same colorway. He looked a little thick in the neck, so I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. In terms I, of that. I didn't see him out, out on Bourbon Street. <laughs> probably was there. He probably was hanging out that Popeyes. Probably didn't see him. But um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I know what y'all here for. I know what y'all here for. I'm not look look. You're sitting there right now. Shay Shy, don't 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 act like you don't want to talk about it. I said I, I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like we even though I said I want to talk NBA creations, we know I know really the really one want the, to, the, the, the one you want yeah, to really like, talk it's about. It's like I don't really oh. care about a lot of the other ones. Like I know you ain't got to ask the- me about Goran Dragic signing a one year two point nine million to, mm-hmm. to go to Chicago. Um, How do you feel about Zach Levine resigning to the Chicago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know you don't care about that max contract. I know what you're here for. Uh, I know you ain't talking about no Jaden Hardy. How do you feel about the Rudy Gobert trade? Yeah, yeah, I know you don't care. I know y'all here for one reason and one reason only. How do I really feel about Jalen Brunson going to New York? All right, so let me break this down. Supposedly. It was a four-year, $55 million contract before the um, playoffs. He goes off in the playoffs because Luka goes down, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, he going off. If you know me, I've been a fan of Jalen Brunson. Not only have I been a fan of his game, he wore, he wore my favorite number, number 13, mm-hmm. right? So, like I said, I was always rooting for the guy. I think he's a really good basketball player. Now, do I personally think he's worth $104 million? No. If I had to really be there, like really you had to be a GM and stuff like that, y'all could say, well, that's right, he's not a GM. I don't care. He's more of a 70 to 90 million guy. Mm-hmm. I get I, I now now 100, you get to 100, you gonna you, you that's eight figures. I mean, that's nine figures right there. I'm like, mm. No, he's a five, he's definitely an eight figure. <laughs> He's an eight-figure baller. Yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> it's crazy how going off a couple games can really. <laughs> yeah, that you went from fifty because fifty was low balling. I don't care what nobody say. Um, do I think Timmy should have got that seventy-two million? That's another. That's another story. It's not. It's not about Timmy. It's about Jalen. So, <laughs> yeah, how I feel about it is, is that everything worked in his favor. It's very rare that I get to say this about black folks, but nepotism was a good thing for him. 
Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, Pops has been been vouching like, oh, no, look, Mavericks. Oh, I know who no, he's no, going. No, 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 no. That's not just that. His dad. Your dad played for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Your dad works for the Knicks now as a coach. Yes, Godfather's also there, and your agent is your god brother. Mm-hmm. All of that worked together to make. Because Jalen already knew. No one knew. No one here with a right mind thought he was standing. So I'm really not hurt by it. He's a really good player. But at the end of the day, can he be replaced? It depends on who they're replacing with. But Jalen Brunson being being given $104 million, that's a little too much. But it's James Dolan. Like I said, I'm sure Pops and them had a thing in that. Um, he does have a very good cast. He has R.J. Barrett. He has Obi Toppin. Um, depends on how you feel about him, Julius Randle. And he has a good cast of people. Mm-hmm. He's in charge of the offense now. He's the, he's the maestro. So I'm very interested to possibly visit the Garden and see – Jalen Brunson do his thing. Next, but I, yeah, but I feel no ways. He's a part of the blue and orange uh, legacy now, like his dad. Even though his dad got a few problems, he needs to jog around. Um, no means no, and mm-hmm. leave him alone. But um, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, shoot, it's nepotism, dude. Yeah. Hey. Well, you know, you know the one signing I was happy about with the Mavericks. I got JaVale. Oh, JaVale McGee. Yeah. yeah, I've always been a fan of JaVale because I, I like yeah, that, that, that toughness. I, I love that toughness, that grit that he always brings. Like, she, she how? Yeah. I believe, I, I you say... know, I was upset about uh, my, my my man Bobon leaving, so I was like, hey, if we had to lose Bobon to get JaVale, I'm happy. It's it's cool. That would have been nice to see them play together, but, you know. Because JaVale, I mean, he don't want two rings, not three rings. A gold medal, but I remember when Javel first left. It's like I told everybody, "Y'all boy gonna leave and he gonna win something." Post the crazy, but at the end of the day, Javel. Oh, oh, ain't that a blip? Hmm. I went on Wiki, and it's not official that he is signed <laughs> with the Mavericks. It says that he last played for the Phoenix. I was like, nah. You uh <laughs> yeah, see. Um he also like another thing about him, he's a record producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a song, he produced a song on uh Bieber's album Changes. I think yeah, he had another I song. I forgot the other song he had, but yeah, I wanna say uh I don't wanna lie on him, but yeah, I think he might um been nominated for an award or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I do remember him saying that too. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, come on. I like like Javel McGee's always been interested. Like I know he was on Shaq. He was like a, he's like a Shaq in the Fool Hall of Famer. But as he's gotten older, past those Nuggets days, he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. The man's been in the playoffs every single season since he's left here. If not in the finals, and if not holding the trophy at the end of the night. So this is actually a really, really good <laughs> pickup. 
And people that are talking is, about it's not. That is wild to say, like, it don't matter what team I've been on. I've been in the playoffs every every single year since he left Dallas. That's that, that is a wild stat to say. And then too. he won three rings out of that <laughs> since he left Dallas. And then went over to um to, to was it Tokyo mm-hmm. and won a gold medal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know who why Mavs fans, that's why I say when it comes to Mavs Twitter or Mavs, I don't associate with that because I'm like, there's no way y'all saying this is a bad signing and JaVale been actually doing his thing. Like when Aiden wasn't really hooping and Phoenix was was down in Phoenix, JaVel was, was, was the center and he picking was up on the slack. Yeah, he was picking up the slack. Like, oh no, nah, I'm gonna show y'all why I'm the OG in the league and why I still get signed and, and go to why the I'm still in the league. Yeah. Right. So it so no, nah, there's a lot of ridiculousness in terms of um <laughs> Uh, the free, like I said, Jaden Hardy is coming in. Um, top prospect, um, was with the Ignite. He fell to 37, but you know, it's because this was a this was a better draft than a lot of people thought it was. Mm-hmm. So we needed that. We need that young man right there. Um, I'm looking forward to July 7th. July 7th, um, is when summer league starts in Vegas. We get to see the Mavericks do their thing. Uh, I, I don't have their full roster yet. I saw the Rockets roster. I like their roster as well. I've been watching the California Classic. Pretty decent. Um, nice. Pretty decent. Kids been on those teams. Shout out to Mac and McClone. Um, one day I'm going to drop the interview. The reason I haven't is because, yeah, it was very weird energy from that young man. But I'm happy for him. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm happy for him. Uh, no hate here. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the Mavericks, um, I don't know what's going on. But when Jalen left, people act like it was just like the worst thing. And I was like, no, nah, it's not that bad. Because really, if they gave him 106, I think they were going to give him 106. And I was like, if we had paid mm-hmm. JB 106, mm-hmm. I would have been mad. Right, because that's too much. Like I said, 70 80. But in this league, it really is a thing of get your bag because he got to strike when the iron's hot. Look at Carter Townsend. People will say, like, he don't deserve 44.8 million a year. Well, hey, yeah, he, it, it, it's, it's, he got he got him. As it's, far it's, as what, it's what the market calls for, yeah. And then he got him as far as he could. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I have to explain that about how much athletes get paid when they go down who you think paying for it the team no they gotta pay them doctors they gotta pay all that stuff yeah they working with the team but no they usually come out of their pocket all that rehab and all that stuff like that just like um at the taxes i ain't about to get this whole thing after taxes exactly you got and and another thing again i gotta gotta pay pay that 10 percent or or less if you got a hookup like that i tell somebody if I ever have an athlete, like we joke, like me and uh, Andrew joke about this all the time. If my guy son become an athlete and I'm his manager, probably gonna charge just five percent. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I, I, a lot of money. I thought about, <laughs> I thought about the other day when I saw that. Uh, I didn't because I didn't know John Wall was a clutch. I was like, 
Damn, Maverick and them at clutch. Damn, LeBron is getting a nice. <laughs> I was like, I, I know it's technically Maverick. You know, te- I know, you know, but I was like, in, terms, you know, of, in terms of saying that, <laughs> but that means know, LeBron ain't playing no more. <laughs> if you say LeBron's name around clutch sports, I was, I was like, I was like, that's, I that's a lot of percentages coming from the, the NBA league Mavin to them, clutch. Yeah, Mav and Rich and them agents, they getting paid. I was like, they are like, getting damn. paid. I was like, damn, all these niggas, like, what you think mm-hmm. John Wall ain't really played in three, four years, and. <laughs> He's still been getting the bag. He's still been getting those bags. And they like, hey, as long as he cut our put our percent. Yeah, get that 10%. <laughs> yeah. That keep that, that keeps the lights on. But yeah, when it comes to, like I said, back to the because you're gonna get that, you're gonna get that percentage pre-tax. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, you got 44.8. Okay, yeah. Give me give me my 4.8 real quick. Mm, yep. Whatever you gotta do after that, as long as I get my cut. Yeah, 4.5. Get that? No matter to me, man. Good luck this season. But um, back to make sure saying, you pay your taxes um, for real. But back to what I was saying, um, no, I don't know what's going on with the Mavericks. I don't know what Nico's plan is for the future. But he did say defense is the main target, so he brought in McGee and Christian Wood. I'm happy for that. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I see the rest of his roster pan out, we got to see. Um, yeah, like I said, it's not, it's not, it's not bad. It's not as bad as people saying it is. It, it sucks when you don't know basketball. Because Dorian Finney-Smith being resigned, getting an extension was the best thing they did. Um, one of our one of, one of our good three and D players. He's not the best. Don't put that in my don't don't quote me on that. But yeah, yeah, we needed him. Uh, we gonna see how Timmy look when he come back. Cause I, I'm mad at him because once he got the money, he went down. That's so crazy. Um, <laughs> once he got the bag, he was like, "Ah, my leg!" I was like, "Are you serious, bro? <laughs> you just got paid." Yeah, so no, nah, if as of now, I mean, they're gonna be looking at him like, "Nigga, you need to step up. You need to be that yeah. second guy." But now, JB, yeah, he wasn't worth a hundred million. I would put him in the range of seventy to ninety. Now that I would have been all for, but no, if they gave him a hundred mil, I would have been like, "Yeah, y'all tripping." That's too, that's that's called desperation. He wanted to see how desperate the Mavs were. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, now go ahead, you yeah. get that, go ahead." Um, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, shout out to Jalen getting his money, good for him. But no, I would have been really mad if the Mavericks had given him a hundred million dollars. All right, y'all, we're going to take a nice little quick uh, music break. We got my man Jay Smith with his new joint, Guy Like Me. He just dropped it on Friday. It's a response to one of Jasmine Sullivan's tracks. And, uh, you know, he, he basically gave him his, his uh, position on, you know, guys. But then after that, we got a nice little dope interview with Vernon Jackson, you know, Hollywood's first stepmaster, you know what I'm saying? So, uh Check that out, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Look. See the world, it don't love a nigga. 
It only gives you one shot, so let me focus when I pull the trigger. Cause honestly, I always wanted more. Wish I could take it back to when P had speakers on all of his doors. Was out here fucking these whores and really keeping the score. How childish, how immature. Live life's I counted for. You lying, I'm in the roar. I'm lying, you in the roar. Anita singing sweet love, that's why I'm in it for. Damn, then fucked every girl that I knew wanted to change for you. Call it quits, get my name to you. Losing you, that's insane to do. And do I look insane to you? I wanted to be so fresh, so clean But I know I left a stain or two All this trauma, little mama shit How do I explain to you? I'm self-taught That can explain all the negative self-talk It's heaven in my heart With so many of these hell thoughts I'm demonized I need your angel eyes to help me minimize What I feel inside My pops was just rushed to emergency And almost died Cried like a baby Felt alone on this journey ride Let's get high in this motherfucker Cause you heard me, right? And you promised not to desert me, right? Please reassure the insecure I smoke flower, roll leaf so everything is pure I'm making money, they still making sure They gon' watch me in case I hit the floor Fuck these niggas, they can't fuck with me It can get ugly, I know you never seen this side of me Please pray for me when you see the devil come out of me My homie say he saw your profile on Tinder Now I'm all up in my feelings posting Drake lyrics on Twitter Whatever I asked, you would've just given Your skin so Cleveland brown I'm getting used to this winning I was up 20 points with you and didn't know I was winning I should've chose you, I know and now part of me missing You solid, took away from you and still nothing is missing All four of your lips, I should be kissing The tongue is a machine gun, unlimited ammunition I hope I didn't make you change, your mama raised you Christian You wanna be a stripper? Well, I'll go be T-Pain Two degrees, but I'm still speaking all of this street slang You should be on the throne at the top, so your feet hang You said you love me through it all, baby, you said we gang i should be deep in your core instead of breaking your core i should be bringing you peace instead of bringing you war you should be wearing the crown i should be holding you down i should be holding you now i want to love you just how you need just show me how i hear the hurt i know it's more than music but you ain't have to bring her into it yeah but this one on me i know please say it ain't so it's gonna crush me to find out i made you a hoe you gonna make me a gold digger She look like a stripper Wearing fashion over dresses All these dudes be pressing Impressed with it You leave me with no choice Oh, I can't do this Good girl shit no more Oh, I just wanted something different Still don't know what I was missing Asked I would have given It ain't right Be winning, why be winning? No hope for a girl like me. How come they be winning? I ain't wanna be, but you gon' make a whole out of me. I ain't wanna be a whole, no. All right, y'all, we back. This is going to be the second half of the episode. It's your guy, Smiles. We, again, I'm here with my guy, Shad, on this second half of the episode. We got a very special guest, a very special guest. Uh, I guess I'll give a little backstory on how this he came came about. So um, Shad hits me recently and was like, hey, yo, you, 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 know, you just crossed the fraternity. 
you know, you need to hit, hit him up um, of, um, to talk to him. Now, me, because I'm always in podcast mode, especially when it comes to talking to Sean, yeah. I was like, I want to help. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that. I was like, hey, yo, whoa, you want to be uh, be on my podcast and talk about your life and everything is stepping? And I was like, hey, yo, shot. I hit him up. He said he going to do the podcast. I, I said, was like, no. Man. Not a podcast. I mean, because you to hit your to hit your brother up so you can learn your steps for <laughs> your fraternity, man. So you'll know what's going on. Cause he'll look. He took me. Uh, I forgot who crossed over. Um, took me to the thing. I'm looking. Everybody stepping. You know the AKAs. Ladies did that thing and everything. And my my boy just on stage, just looking. He he doing the poses and everything, but. He's just looking. They step and he's just like, okay, th- th- this ain't my part. And I said, now if anybody know, it's this brother right here. <laughs> he's done been, he's been on every single show. Uh, matter of fact, I said, wow, I did not know this. Uh, shout, first of all, shout to the Hillman Files, first and foremost. But second, I was like, I did not realize that this was the same brother in every single time I've seen Stephen yeah. on the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did not realize the same brother every time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we we'll first want to introduce you know Vernon Jackson, Hollywood's uh, first step master. Um, well, again, Go basically, because uh, um, I was doing doing my research, watching him and files like every. I was like, oh, I've literally seen him in all these things. Never even noticed that I've literally seen him in every single thing that they show. And I had to point that out to you. I was like, dog, that was him every time. No, no. Yes, sir. Yeah. We definitely want to thank you for uh, taking the time to come and do this with us. Uh, At first, I want to start off because, again, watching the Human Files interview on you, you said you were inspired by school days. So I want to connect you from school days real quick. Uh, Shot knows. So my cousin, mm-hmm. who's an, an actor, uh, Anthony Tompkins, he was actually the deuce in that movie, uh, Doodoo Breath. <laughs> that, that, that's that's my, actual, my, my actual cousin on my mom's side. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So when you, said, when you said that, I was like, I was like, oh, wow. He was inspired by school days. My cousin was in school days in full circle. Come around, you know, all these years later, I played the same thing that you were in. <laughs> But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, thank you for uh, taking the time to, to sit there and, and do and do this with us. Um, yeah, I guess you want to start off, shot. Uh, yeah, I'll start, you know? I'll start off. Uh, what was like your first time? Because the first time I can remember seeing you, uh, well, there's two times. One was in a different world when I was really really little, and the second time was in house party two so which came first a different world came first yeah a different world came first um actually um even before a different world my very our very first and i'll say i i mean i'll say our because um my sans um who pledged with me we formed this group step by step and um and that's what we were called step by step and so we went to our first very audi- first audition for uh, a coca-cola commercial step in coca-cola commercial 
So that was our very first uh, job. On the set of a, of the uh, Step in Coca-Cola commercial, um, whenever you're shooting any, any television or whatever, videos, whatever, in between people talk and stuff. So we uh, were um, talking to some other people who were on the, um, at the audition and they were like, you guys should go uh, audition for Debbie Allen at her house for a video. So uh, we was already about that life because we heard about a different world, you know, and that was yeah. one also on, on of our, we had that on our radar, you know, at the time, yeah. that day. So we went to, um, after the co-commercial, which we got, um, we went to Debbie Allen's house for an audition and she fell in love with us right then and there. Um, Cause at that particular time, she's always wanted us. She's always wanted us. My bad. She's always wanted, she always wanted to work with the real fraternity and sororities cause they had fictitious frats and sororities. And we have a frat brother on, on a different world, Daryl Bell, who's really an alpha. But she wanted to work with, uh, and when it came to stepping, she wanted to work with the real. And mm -hmm. so uh, during that time, it was us. You know, the time was was right. So a different world came first, uh, the answer, to, the long answer to your question. Um, it didn't come, we didn't get on a different world directly after uh, we went to the audition. You know, we had a couple more jobs and stuff uh, come in between before a different world. Um, but uh, yeah. Different World came first, and then House Party 2, uh, we choreographed the whole movie, you know, the whole entire movie. You know, uh, that was our first movie I choreographed. First $10,000 check I got. <laughs> we, nice. We, nice, nice. We split it five racks apiece, and at that particular time, I think that was like, ooh, 92 or something like that. That was that was a lot of money back then. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, but... 93 came, we were full circle in the industry. Everybody knew who we were, you know, uh, at that particular time in the, in the industry when it came to stepping, you know, uh, issues. Because during those days, what, help, what helped us uh, monopolize off stepping was um, we, we are the ones that help bring stepping from underground to mainstream. You know, um, obviously meaning that they were not stepping back in the day. Uh, if you wasn't Pratt and Sorority back in the day, you know, you wasn't stepping. Um, until MC Hammer and, and Vanilla Ice, that's a whole another subject came about. Yeah, know, well, uh, so it was like <laughs> the Ice Ice Baby issue and all that. And, you know, MC Hammer's group, what, Ho, Ho Frat Ho, I heard you talk about. <laughs> mm hmm. And stealing your songs and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so we was on one back then, you know, was nothing gonna stop us. But we we wasn't on the issue, you know, um of uh MC Hammer. We could have toured with him. He asked us to go on tour with him, but you know, being a neophyte and being hungry and being about that alpha life at the time, we respectfully stated, you know, thank you for the opportunity. But even at then, we we knew we saw then Hammer had all these dancers and all these you know, we and we had heard stories, you know, and, you know, and we had figured, you know, us being alpha men, you know, that's, he got to pay all them, you know, what we going to get paid, you know what I'm saying? So we decided to respectfully decline the offer that, that, um, to go on tour and continue to stay and doing our own grind, you know, mm -hmm. which is why you, a lot of the uh, shows that we were on, that's just what we were on. You know, we wasn't interested. We were, we were, we were inspired 
by, you know, Hammer, you know, and appreciated his work. And other rappers at the particular time didn't like MC Hammer because of the fact that they felt his his music was pop and run, watered down and all that. We didn't feel that way about him. We we liked Hammer. We liked the fact that he was he was he was incorporating trying to incorporate stepping. We didn't like the fact that she was taking our stuff, you know, trying to attempt to, you know, um be like us, if you will, and without going to college, we yeah. appreciate that part. Appreciate the part of the fact that you know you're doing a thing and you monetizing you know, off our stuff. <laughs> exactly. So you know, we was like, no, we we're, we're good, you know. But what I did do, I did this. I sent. We had a song that we, because really, even in the midst of all the stuff that you guys uh, saw, all the television stuff and videos and award shows and movies and all that stuff we've done our eyes were still on a record deal at that particular time. We were on a mission to get an album deal. You know, um, it's kind of our, was our downfall because that kind of, when we did finally get the album deal, it kind of broke our group up, you know, because we went our separate ways, meeting me and my frat brother, my sons. But uh, before all that, we had already blew Hollywood up. And, um, but I sent me, I sent Hammer uh, a demo. Um, with Ice Ice Baby in it. Yeah, I sent that to him. He, he was living in Fremont, California. I mm -hmm. did that. And um, the second title of it was uh, Ice, uh, uh, Ice Ice Baby, but we we named we named it, I think, Stepping a New Thing. But Ice Ice Baby was all through it, was all yeah. through the uh, demo. So our silly, silly, silly thinking at the time, you know, we'll send you this demo, but we ain't sending you none of our steps. You're already biting our stuff. We ain't sending you. So our minds just kind of focus on the wrong thing. But wow, he, he's in music, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he stole um, and gave Ice Ice Baby, because from what we hear later on to uh, Vanilla Ice, but we do do know you know, that um, we heard stories later on, you know, um, but we do know that uh, Vanilla Ice was opening act for MC Hammer, I think, once upon a time, you know what I'm saying? So the coincidence, you know, uh, was like, what? You know, so we was really on the mission when, when that whole thing happened. And back then we didn't have social media, you know, y'all babies, you know, we didn't have social media back then. So we used <laughs> to submit tapes and all that or whatever, how we would hire people for, television shows is they was they would submit videotapes from all over the country as we did a television show called Stomp mm -hmm. from from through two through nineteen ninety six. And we had the best steppers in the country for us, we were concerned because they came from all over black universities out here, West Coast, Midwest, down south, you know, uh, New York, they were from all over. And they sent them sent us videotapes. So that's how we did stuff back in the day. Um as opposed to social media. So, uh, yeah, we, we, again, and then we start hearing stories even later on after the 2000s about the, the Suge Knights uh, and, and the Vanilla Ice and all that other stuff or whatever, big, just a big, big mess or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, happened. So we kind of let it just die down or whatever, just kept, kept uh, grinding and doing our own thing uh, all throughout the nineties, you know, so we, we ran the nineties, so I can confidently say that. So that, that's that yeah. story. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Speaking of that, uh, I also wanted to ask you, what was it like? Oh, hold, on, hold, Jasmine on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. For everybody who don't know, Daryl M. Bell 
was Ron on a different world. Oh, yeah. When he, yeah, when he said when he said Daryl Bell, I was like, for everybody who don't know, that was Ron, that was Ron Johnson, y'all. So y'all go back, you know. So Ron, because I still remember um the first time I saw Vernon, he said, I said my brother. Well, and then they did the step in the um outside of the pit. Exactly. That was yeah. that was oh, actually that we stepped on uh first step in episode on a different world. Uh well okay. we yeah. First step, uh, step episode, that one right there. And then we were on there. It became like, okay, here we go again. After a while, because our our, our grind was on, um, we were on getting the album deal, you know. Mm -hmm. Doing the stuff for Different World was just like, you know, it was fun. It was historic at the time and everything, but we, was, we were on a mission, you know, uh, back then. So we were like, you know, this is good, but we still want our album deal. That's where I had. Yeah, I, I like that, y'all. Like, hey, we, we we focus on on the one goal. Like, hey, this is the goal. Like, yes, we using stepping and all this to get mm -hmm. to that goal. Like, uh, we getting all the accolades and the money and touring and meeting all these different people. But hey, still got that one goal. Right, get exactly. that album deal. But yeah, us uh, again speaking on like different world and all that meeting jazz. Like, what was it like like touring with her? Because I, I saw you said I did a couple videos. Y'all went. On tour, like to different states and countries and all that. So, what was that like? Like experiencing that tour life? It was, it was, it was, it was real, real cool. I don't know if we toured with uh, Jasmine first, or we toured with this lady. Um, this lady, <laughs> I'm sounding like y'all young. Um, <laughs> with this name, Cece Pennison. Um, I don't know what. Yeah. Listen, she she had a, a hot song out. Uh, finally, it has happened, happened to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> finally, we toured with her in '94. Yeah, we toured with with CC in '94, but we toured with Jasmine. We was second was Jasmine first. I think we our first tour was with Jasmine God first. So it was it was fun, you know. Um, you know that got our feet wet. You know, we performed on the same stages, ironically as him and. A lot of the other artists that was out at the particular time, and that's mm -hmm. when Different World was hot and Jasmine was hot at the particular time. Um, we was doing a damn thing. It was really, really, you know, a, a great experience for us at that particular time. Yeah, you yeah. know, we got a chance at work, and we were being managed by um, Norm Nixon, which is Debbie Allen's husband. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and now, and a lot of young kids, you know, uh, don't know Norm Nixon. Yeah, he played uh, for the Lakers and the Clippers. Lakers, yeah. You know, so he was he was about that uh, then and became a sports agent and mm -hmm. you know and uh, once upon a time in the nineties and um and so he we was one of the first acts you know uh, that he managed uh, at that particular time. So um, yeah, we were we were feeling like full circle, full artist, and the whole thing. You know, even yeah. without that, you know we. We felt like we had arrived, you know, yeah. if you would. The industry knew who we were, you know, and that was our main mission, one of our main missions, to let folks know where this whole stepping, um, stepping, not come from us, per se, if you will, but, you know, you will give the, the Black fraternities and sororities the respect of this art form, you know, mm -hmm. um, and we were on a mission to inspire and encourage people to go uh, to use this art form as a tool and a mechanism to go to college. That was our mission then, and you know I'm still on that mission, kind of you know right now, if you will. 
I love it. And even speaking about, you said uh, full circuit a, a full a few moments ago. You were on an episode of Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the day, and then you know you choreographed the the new episode this year uh, on the uh, Bel Air show. I I saw that on your social media and, and everything. Uh, what was that like? And also, even the fact that now in twenty twenty two they actually said Alpha Phi Alpha and then have to use like a different fraternity and everything. So, what was that like for you to uh, for that full circle moment for you to do that? Wow. So yeah, that was a very much so a uh, full circle moment. Um, so I did the um, the original um, Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the original. Um, and um, all the brothers that were in there were from our group step by step. And those guys that that actually did the original, when we had our album deal, we finally did get our album deal. Those are the, That was the crew that we used to not only be in our videos, but they toured with, with our group step by step. And a lot of the other television stuff, they did House Party 2 with us. And any, any of the television stuff that came up, that was our crew. Um, we had we actually had some sororities, uh, too. We had AKs and, you know, Deltas and Sigma Gamma Rolls. So we, we were really, really doing it back then. So, but um, when Fresh Piss came up, I think that was like uh, 93. They, we were a fictitious fraternity. What was it? Phi Beta Gamma? I think yeah, Phi Beta Gamma. Beta. Okay, Phi Beta Gamma on the original uh, fictitious fraternity. And then the fast forward, uh, it was a great experience. We actually, you know, uh, Will wanted us to be a part of that. You know, it was a good experience then. And like I said, we had by 93, we were solidified in Hollywood. Um, a lot of people in Hollywood knew of us, knew about us, you know, the step guys. Um, but to fast forward, um, the opportunity came uh, for Bel Air for the new one. Um, this, you know, last, late last year, I want to say this year because it just aired this year in February. Um, but we shot that in October of last year. And um, point of clarification um, in regards to, to, to the choreographer, okay? Because, you know, everything else I've choreographed that you stated and performed in and everything. But one of my neos uh, actually was the choreographer in the new Bel Air. Okay. I stepped, I stepped in there. So I want to always make sure that, you know, I give just due credit to whomever, because that's what this is all about, right? Is mm -hmm. to make sure we give our credit and just the respect to where it's supposed to go. Um, even though uh, the stepping was, you know, traditional stuff, that was because of the fact that um, we had to, you know, I don't want to say, um, we can do a lot of the intricate, you know, alpha stepping like we uh, uh, did, you know, uh, mm -hmm. like we normally do on a national level. Um, that was because of, uh, you know, uh, the star, Uncle Phil, Adrian. We had to, you know, that was his, it was, that was his first time stepping. So Yeah, you got to keep it simple for him. Like, hey, I can't be doing this. <laughs> so, and that's my boy. Adrian, I hang out, you know, even right now. He, he's good, you know, saying mm -hmm. he came to recently see me uh, in, a, um, in a musical that I was in, you know. So, you know, but that was his first time stepping, you know. So we mm -hmm. kind of, you know traditional in the new Bel Air uh, as well. So yeah, it was a full circle moment uh, for me uh, on the set. Um, and wow, it was just, it was, it was major. It was, it was major, you know, um, actually this year has been a really, really good year, you know, uh, too, 
um, because I was on hiatus. I had an accident. You know, um, the reason why that you guys or your your generation really, really kind of don't know, know um, is because I stopped, you know, um, and I hope this is not too, too much, but I had an accident. You see that? I had yeah. an accident. And it's kind of shaped in the form of Africa, if you will. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. see all that of Africa, but I had an accident or whatever. Um, and I really kind of don't like to talk about it, but I almost lost my leg. And um, so I just stopped the game. I stopped stepping. I stopped being with the, uh, with the frat. I stopped the industry. I was just trying to, I didn't think I was going to be able to step or dance again, to be honest with you. You know, yeah. um, it was really devastating for me uh, at that particular time. But, um, you know, um, after some years, you know, it took a while. I went back to school um, in 2010 because uh, when we did all of our oh, yeah. initially stuff, I took off school and then I went back to school after all this, you know, the accident and everything and finally got my mind right and all this and everything. I went back to school. I was like, God, where you want me to be? You know, and as alpha men, they encourage you to complete your education. So that was one of the first things I had to do, you know, my bros, I had to do that, you know, uh, I was first in my family still to um, to get my BA degree and everything. So oh. I went back in 20, I officially graduated in 2012 and my uh, degree is in communication studies. Yeah, so um, you said uh, you tried to do kinesiology and they're like, no, nah, we just want your degree, get out. You can already did all these credits for communications, just get out. Right, you ain't about to change no major on us. Exactly. That's going to take you another decade or two or whatever and all that or whatever. So, you know, um, I did that. And then I've been working with uh, kids, you know, and so I was like, OK, you know, this makes sense, God. I, I, I like that. You know, this is pretty cool. So I've been working with kids, you know, giving back to the next generation and all that, you know, mm -hmm. and everything. So um, I've been working with kids for, you know, since 2012, actually. You know, um, I'm full circle with them right now. You know, um, mm -hmm. now I got my own company and uh, my company has um, just got our um, my first contract with uh, LAUSD with the school, a performing arts school uh, here mm -hmm. and summer break. So I'm living a, a, a life of, as an educator slash artist slash entrepreneur slash businessman slash mm -hmm. alpha man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> slash, slash, slash. Yeah. You know, so. Um, it's just like it's just been a great year. I even did the Super Bowl. I danced in the halftime Super Bowl this year, you know, as well. You know, wow, um, that's awesome. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, a good year this year. So it's like without all this stuff, you know, too, it's been coming without an agent. And mind you, back in the day, we had an agent for a second. We didn't need an agent, you know, because work was coming, you know. Um, and so um, I probably need to get one now. I don't know. Debate next see. Because I'm, you know, I'm like I said, I'm educator right now, and I'm, I, I'm still dabbling with Hollywood, but I'm dabbling with, you know, you know, my vision with still working with these kids and stuff as well. So, mm -hmm. um, but I'm open. You know, I can easily bring some people on to do my business and keep my business done with the kids. And, and, and switch over to Hollywood. I don't know, because it's musical. After I just did this musical, kind of got my feet wet with my acting because I, all the stuff that I had done, you know, all the stuff, I had never really, really gotten a, a big, big acting role, if you will, until I did this mm -hmm. musical. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
this is this 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 is cool, you know, because I seen damn I'm a triple I'm a triple threat. I can do it all about that life. So I don't know <laughs> what's going, on. you know, in the future. Right now, I, I intend to still work with kids and everything, and you know, um, I'm probably gonna get into the studio because I got some unfinished business with my the studio stuff, and because I got a I got a street like gospel feel vibe, if you will, you know, to my mm. to my to my style, and I grew up in the church. So no one said no, you know, so a rapper, you know, not that, you know, but it's mm -hmm. just a, it's the artistry style, you know, that I have a street style. And we knew back then, back in the day that the singing and the rapping, that artists are going to be doing that type of what Drake is doing type style, stuff or whatever. And yeah. some other artists, you know, that style, we, I saw that we saw that coming way back then, knew that. And that's kind of my style, you know, kind of now, but more of on a, a message spiritual gospel type vibe with the street, street you know to it yeah, so i brought flavor. that up yeah yeah you know so that's some unfinished business i got and everything um as well and just probably just letting all these new artists and new people that's in hollywood you know who are doing the thing right now just to remind folks that you know respect your roots that's all mm -hmm. just want Oh, I just want my patches. I just want my tips and I want my respect, you know, and we good. That's that's all. So I still got some unfinished business uh, in, in a way, if you will, you know. Um, and but I'm pretty much cool, happy, you know, where I am and what I've done and, you know, um, what's going on right now. And, you know, and and the way that new uh, social media is set up right now is designed for me to, you know, just put the word out. So. And people see me doing, you know, I got a, a TikTok following, Instagram following, Facebook. So I'm on social media and it's fun for me. You know, uh, it's, you know, you you guys, new generation, how y'all operate and everything now. It's just I'm getting into, I'm a one man show right now. I still work with my sans and tech because uh, we we got some, you know, some some group unfinished business, you know, if you will. Um musicals and stuff or whatever step musicals and stuff that we want to accomplish and everything and you know but everything has its place and has its time so i just been conditioning training and still putting the word out you know and um new brothers like yourself you know are, are hearing and seeing and you know i'm i'm grateful you know so spread the word you know mm -hmm. and i also too this is another main thing too i want to get out I think it's very vital and important that, you know, for your generation and kids younger than you guys to see that longevity has its place. Even when we started doing our thing back then, we looked up to the people like the Rat Pack. The Rat Pack was Sammy Davis Jr. and all those crew and Fred Astaire's and all those guys were, seemed like they were my age and older back mm. then. And about, excuse the, um, the chimes, you know. Um, that's what I mean about longevity, you know. Um, so I believe in, in God. I believe in longevity. And I believe that God has preserved me, you know, uh, for a moment as such right now, for a time as such. And he's not finished with me yet. So I want to be an inspiration, you know, to people when, you know, as you get older. Because people thinking, you know, that, you know, you're young and everything and, you know, and when you get older, you're washed up or you're gone and everything or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. I, I still look the part. 
I still performed a part. I'm still, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, even and, just watching your videos, I'm like, Ooh, I can't, I can't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't catch up with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it goes, you know, it goes that saying, you know, I'm not a, a Bible thumper, but I do believe in God. But, you know, one of the things that even, you know, I learned, you know, through church and I frat, you know, many are called, but few are chose. So you'll know, you know, if you get on your path and your journey, whatever it is that you guys are doing, you know, um, stick with it. I want to encourage you to stick with what you're doing. Don't give up on whatever it is. If something's working for you, you know out there if something's working for you you stick to it don't let nobody talk you out of your hustle out of your game out of your vision out of your purpose or you don't stop don't even talk yourself out of your purpose because mm -hmm. that's what i did I gave up on vernon i gave up on me you know and so you know i'm emotional so y'all gotta excuse me i don't want to uh, get there no it's no word oh, good. preaching and whatever and all that stuff or whatever and i'm not trying to be that preacher be that whatever just trying to just, you know, be somebody that's had a lot of experience and I'm still here to tell the story, you know, right now and to, to be the story, you know, um, what they say, you can, you can tell me, a, preach a sermon to me all day, but you got to show me one. And I want to be able to show myself, my family, the world, you know, don't give up on yourself, you know, you know, don't throw away yourself. It's, you're ne it's never too late. It's never too late. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm well preserved, you know. I'm a, I'm a living example, you know, uh, of 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 being here, being present, and showing up, and so, and never giving up, you know, on yourself, regardless, in spite of what's happened in your life, you know, uh, just you just got to keep going. But no one's going to be able to tell your story except you. Don't expect nobody to tell your story except you, you mm -hmm. know. So, um, there were some things that, that's come up that's happened over the years where I, from the leg situation, I told you to mm -hmm. other things you know, uh, that's come up where I, I would even be here talking to you, you know, that's a whole nother podcast we can talk mm -hmm. about. Um, but if I had been gone at that particular time, or if I would have lost my leg or, you know, it wouldn't no nobody wouldn't be able to tell my story except me. And so what's going on in my life right now, I'm here right now to tell my own story and be my own story. You know, um, with, that's without an agent, that's without whom and whoever for right now. So I appreciate you guys getting in contact with me and, and, and hollering at me and wanting to, you know, do, do this because, you know, mm -hmm. it, I don't lightly, you know, thank you. Thank you for, you know, reaching out to me because, you of know, course, of course. it means a lot you taking the time. Yeah. You know, that's because, you know, I uh, you give give it give the information away freely and, you know, and hopefully you guys just spread the word. That's what mm -hmm. legacy is all about. Somebody leaving your legacy, leaving your your work and what you've been here. You know, um, Steve Harvey, who's a cute. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Anyway, but Steve Harvey. Was <laughs> you know, I, I like all Francis Royce. We, we've been working with them all for years and everything. But, you know, yeah. um. I appreciate one of the things that he stated that it's a shame to go through. It, he said that um, the most important thing on the tombstone was uh, is the year that you were born and uh, the year that you passed away. But the most important thing is the dash on the tombstone in between. And the yeah. dash represents your work, your life's work, what you've done. You know, it's a shame to go through life and nobody know that you were here, okay? And so 
that's very, very important and vital to me right now. I, 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 tre- I cherish that because I want you to know that I was here. It's, you know, I want you to, regardless of what, so if you see, oh, this older brother is still out here doing this thing and this and that, yeah, I want you to know. One, I still, I'm still blessed and still healthy and still able enough to do it, okay? So God has still yeah. preserved me to do it, you know? And two, you know, the legacy and the dash that's in between, I was here and it was like, I was here be, and doing this before a lot of people that's, you know, with all due respect, our frat brother who who did stomp the yard, Will Packer, you mm-hmm. know, who I've, I've several a couple of couple of times, and you know, um, I we came before stomp the yard. So if, if your generation would have known, you know, don't know about you know us, you would have known that we came first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so th- those type of things are very very important because people will will cut your history off. You know, they will cut you off. They don't care because it's all about it's all about you know uh what i've done you know but i always pay homage to people who've come before me and my big brothers who taught me my first steps and everything and you know our ancestors you know uh that were in the diamond mines and you know um we're using stepping as a language to communicate at that particular time and you know all those things are important it didn't come from us and the first step shows i think it was at howard university and you know, at the black college campuses, all those things are very, very important to to carry the legacy and, and the lesson and to teach teach uh, people about this because, you know, if you don't, you'll have more of an crisis coming out and taking your stuff, whatever, and not giving you just new crap, you know? And it's all about, oh, I'm, you know, a marketing scheme. This is no marketing scheme. <laughs> this is real talk. So mm-hmm. as you got, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, so, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we appreciate you taking the time to um, do this. With uh, I only have one one last question uh, before we wrap up um, for myself. Um, one, what was your number and what was your line name? Because me, um, it's three of us. Uh, I was the ace. Um, my name was the the pace setter. So I just want I was just intrigued to find out what you, what you were. Uh, all right, of course, of course, I'm Ace Club. I'm the first. Ain't no, okay. ain't no. Okay. In four and five without us. I'm eight yeah. club. Okay. Una. Yeah, because I saw you were a jewel line. I saw you said you were a jewel line. Jewel line. Jewel line. Exactly. So Ace Club, Jewel Line. Our, our line name was Ujima, Collective Works and Responsibility. And the big and my little brother name was Little Brother Velvet because I moved so smooth. That's what I had to do. My little brother <laughs> it was Little Brother Velvet because I moved so smooth. You know they give the little brother names or whatever. Yeah. So that's that. Was, so yeah, uh, Ace Club Jewel Line, um, Pi Kappa Chapter Cal State Northridge, and uh, and my line name was Ujima, and um, my little brother name was uh, Little Brother Velvet because I moved so smooth. Okay, yeah. Okay. Shot. Did you have anything else? Oh uh, no, I just want to thank you. We don't put a face. The name to the face from things you've already seen, yeah, <laughs> growing up, y'all. Because y'all may be like, Man, who Vernon Jackson? I'm like, You done seen him many a times, man. Yeah, we might have to make you a cover, like one of your yeah, scenes or something, like make a cover of yeah, so we that to, yeah. Oh, it's plenty of things because the funny because the funniest thing was I did not realize this until I saw it on the Hillman Files. It, it was an episode where he was the DJ, like he was spinning the records in the background. And then they had the hurricane. He ran off. 
He puts the sign up talking about I'm leaving or something like that. And I was like, that, oh, that was him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a guy. We did so much stuff back. I got a lot of stuff that you guys haven't even seen that it's just stuff that come up. I People send me stuff even right to this day. I'm like, dang, I forgot I even did. You know, <laughs> but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. You can give your social media uh, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. So um, most of my social media handles is uh, bigbrud.g, B-I-G-B-R-U-H-D-O-C-G, bigbrud.g. Uh, that's on I Instagram. That's on TikTok. It's on YouTube. I got to start working with more with my uh, channels and stuff and everything. But um, and Facebook, Vernon Jackson. So you can follow me. All right, cool. Yeah. Thank you, sir, for taking your time out and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, y'all, this has been the episode, episode 42, Shot versus Smiles. And yeah. Thank you. Peace thank out. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Vernon. And thank you. Say the name for me one time, Josh, of the artist. Oh, Jay Smith. And Jay Smith for the music. But this has been episode four deuce of the Nate Thurmond or Kevin Love episode of Shy versus Smiles. Catch us at where? Shy versus Smiles. And Twitter and Instagram. And you can also follow us on Facebook. Okay. And then where else? You can also follow you. On what's up? Twitter and Instagram at Shot Miller and Shot Miller13 on Twitter and Instagram. You, that's big facts. Okay. And then you then you have no shoe plug on Instagram. Okay, you that's right, that's right. And what and then you got the Unku Urban on Twitter and Instagram. And shout to um, and Facebook. There it is. And then what up? And then you you got the uh you know I always mess up that name. <laughs> oh salt to salt salt to the salt to the salute to Nevada. There's just no but like my music page where like I just post random pictures of black excellence and or just things that I like. <laughs> um the music impulse M-U-S-I-C M P L U S E. M U S I C M U S I C you that's what I said. Oh, that's oh, what I, I said. I said, I said, I said, M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that, right? That is right. Yeah, all right, man. Because I was, I was thinking, I was because in my head, I had the Mickey Mouse uh thing going. tripping. I wasn't gonna sing to you, man. <laughs> M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. That's what he thought I was gonna do. I wasn't gonna do that. Uh, I'm to you, child. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this has been episode four, Deuce. Uh, we'll be back for four tray. Um, like I said, shout out to um, the Anonymous. Uh Catch us on the Monday uh, lineup. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. And then, um, man, like I said, um, I don't know next. Probably when I get back from New York, uh, I'll be back on the baseball field. Uh, so we may have another shot pot or you might just have some more interviews with the mariners and even maybe the rangers soon come yeah and 
Just, just prepare a shot. Next week we're gonna talk a lot of music. I'm, I'm gonna do a, a little. You know, we got we still gotta do our, our six month check check in on, on music and our favorite projects so far. But yeah, yeah can't wait for that man. next week. Yeah, we'll next week. That. So just be prepared, y'all. We're gonna talk a lot of music next week, and we're gonna uh, see uh, Shad's uh, point of view on his trip to New York City. Oh, uh, yeah, because we'll I be- tell you right now, New York gonna stay. All right. (laughs) We'll see y'all on 43. All right.